sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gable Renz, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead, that Cam uh, Stewart. Let's uh, do this thing. Donnie Wrightside is going to step up and in. We'll talk football. We'll talk basketball. We've got a ton of college basketball games uh, going on. We've got countdown to kickoff in the National Football League as well. Champs League Soccer. Uh, Champs League uh, Soccer. And I thought it would be a strange day in the Champs uh, League today, and it was a strange day in the Champs uh, League uh, today. Um, but we did hit a rare win. I've stumbled out of the gate uh, today, uh, Cam. I'm like Conflict Diamond, man. I'm in like sixth place uh, in, in a seven-horse uh, uh, race uh, right now. I almost feel like Carson Wentz. I'm throwing duds, incompletions, Cam. What's going on? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I got this live. I got Stanford live in this UNC game right now. It's a real tight one, Marenzi. Uh, getting the points with the dog. This thing's going to come right down to the wire. You said it. Champions League was nuts. Like, look at Midgillen. Like, these teams nobody even heard about. Atletico Madrid and Bayern. Like, some really weird results uh, for the underdogs in these games today. Like, that's the thing. The, the favorites are really kicking butt. And as you progress, usually it's the better teams that do well. But welcome to 2020, buddy. Nothing is expected. Every lock has a key. You know what it is, uh, Cam, today? I, I Listen, I knew it was going to be a strange day when I was woken up by a fire alarm. That was my alarm Ugh. clock. Today. Except a, fi- a fire it. alarm that I've never heard before. It was like a boxing bell. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. <laughs> I just, I couldn't, I couldn't escape it. So I tried to leave and I'm like, all right, I can't, I can't deal with this. But then the elevators were shut down, so I was trapped. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, 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 this this, this is going to be a great start. I take uh, – I get in on Indiana and Texas. I take the over the game. I don't think they topped 100. I'm not yeah, sure. I think the total yeah, was 140. Yeah. I don't know if they got to 100. <laughs> uh, like, they get? Like, oh, just, uh, yeah, I 110. Took, <laughs> it was I took BYU. Low. BYU were leading 16-15. I think that was their only lead of the game. <laughs> that was about their only lead of the game. One thing yeah. I noticed, though, Cam, it's easy for me to say now, uh, but these early college basketball games play to the under. I got to remember yes, that. I, I, I'm watching this, and I'm like, God, these kids are throwing bricks. It's 10-6. It's like, yeah, it's 10 in the morning. <laughs> You're playing That's in an empty point. gym at 11 in the morning, whatever the hell it is. It's an orthodox season. You're all these kids. All right, go out there and play now, guys. All right, then you're surprised and just don't flow to the game. So I learned my lesson. We got big time college basketball coming up but tonight. And it's pretty much just annual, isn't it, Cam? Duke, Michigan State, Kentucky, Kansas. Like they, they just mix it up. It's like, oh, Kentucky's playing Kansas and you know, Duke and Michigan <laughs> State, etc. Usually mm-hmm. it's in the Jimmy V. This is the Champions Classic. Unlike your golf tournaments that attach Classic to everything. This is a real classic, Cam. We got big time yeah. teams here. 
<laughs> You're right. Those golf tournaments are just, everything's a classic. No, it's not. It's the worst field going. But no, you're right, Gabe. And I noticed another thing. Remember we talked about with COVID? Kind of look at it like the same way as MLS. Guys playing in 100-degree heat in Florida. and you know, Like, you know what I mean? It was just, that's the thing. Like, the conditions. So you said it. No fans, teams, early in the morning. You think these kids are up for this stuff? Yeah, they wake up. But you're going to see a lot of bricks. That's the problem. Bricks. All right. Well, speaking of the MLS, Cam's corner kicks with the cards. Yeah. The same way. Let's go, Sounders. <laughs> Let's go, Sounders. I agree. Game time decisions. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. I am like Gabe Lorenzo. We're kicking it with the Reggie Renner, Cam Stewart, Donnie Wrightside. Uh, we'll step up and then Wrightside Sports, SBR, Donnie Wrightside. You know who he is. Uh, so, yeah, Donnie will join us. We'll talk NFL uh, football. Uh, of course, Donnie is a Philadelphia Eagle fan. And um, I think last night's loss was always <laughs> – even if your team if your team is bad, you're used to it or you know it. Yeah. But there's always that one loss that, like, will break your back, right? Like, big man on campus tapped out, like, a month ago. Like, he told – I don't even – he doesn't even watch the Eagle games anymore. Kevin Walsh – was like Kevin Walsh. He's he's close. Last week was the first time that he canceled his membership in the Carson Wentz fan club, and you know it hurt him. He's like, sorry, I just I I, I can't. I'm not paying the nine ninety nine this month. I, I don't yeah. want the Carson Wentz <laughs> newsletter, right? Like he's he he finally tapped out, and it seems like Donnie seems like last night's uh, loss is starting to get to Donnie a little bit. And if you look at this division camp, starting at like all kidding aside. Six wins is winning a division. Oh, you for might fun. get it yep. with five. You might get it. Yep. There might be a five-win team. Because basically, if you look at the schedule of these teams, none of them are winning. Like, if you look at this division this week, guys, the Giants and Colt McCoy, Danny Dimes, El Colt McCoy are at the Giants. The Eagles are at the Packers. And Washington's at Pittsburgh. <laughs> Yeah, all losses. Giants got no chance against Seattle, although they're all done. The good news for these teams is they play each other, Marenzi, at the end. So somebody's got to win those games. Who knows? Philly's had a tie this year. They might end with another tie. (laughs) Things are so stupid. That's probably what's going to happen. You know? So they'll lose every game that they play outside the division, and somebody, five, five, I'm going to say six. You're going to get to six, but I don't even know. I don't even know. It actually might be five, which is just an utter train wreck. Uh, but uh, last night was three and a half hours of our lives that none of us are ever getting back. And unfortunately for the Seattle Seahawks backers, you're not getting that money back. And nope. I'll read the letter, Cam. There's actually a dude that wrote a letter to Roger Goodell complaining about the game being fixed and he wants his money back <laughs> for the bet that he lost. I've been- Will Fuller. Will Fuller suspended yes. for the rest of the year. Uh, it seems that he was using uh, banned substances, bottom line. He said he sought medical treatment. Uh, but it's going to keep him suspended for the rest of, you, of the year. So you fantasy owners, uh, I don't know. They just released Kenny Stills, too, uh, a couple days too early. So it's the Brandon Cook show uh, right now in Houston. Uh, if Stills is a free agent, I bet you they bring him back. The Sports Grid Network. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabe Morenci. Get on the grid. Uh, UNC and Stanford in a close one uh, right now. Another game that looks like it's going to go under the number uh, with overtime notwithstanding. We'll keep you up to date as far as all the college basketball is concerned. We've got Michigan State and Duke and Kansas and mm. Kentucky coming up a little bit later on. We've got some MLS soccer. Of course, uh, Champs League action today. A lot of random, bizarre results in the Champions League that left Donnie Wrightside very confused. Uh, Donnie Wrightside, uh, very confused by today's Champions League's uh, results. Donnie Wrightside steps up. And, what's up, Donnie? <laughs> yeah, Champions League, Gabe, as we like to talk about. The Eagles not really in the Champions League this year, <laughs> as we like to say here in Philadelphia. So that's that. <laughs> yeah, Don, Donnie's like Champs League. What, what was that? Like, Champs so, League. So, like, what sports? Yeah, who, league? I, I don't know. I'm, like, at, I'm, I'm really big into the FA Cup. Give me the FA Cup, man. I'll take the FA Cup. Sure. <laughs> the, the FA, FA Cup. Cup. <laughs> <laughs> The Champs League, the Champs League. Yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles are no longer part of the uh, the the champ uh, the Champions League right now. So I saw you on Twitter, Donnie, and it seemed like last night's loss was sort of like your back is starting to break a little bit, or at least the frustration level is is rising. And I brought this up on the radio show last night, Donnie, after the game actually, and I think Greasy does a good job actually. He's super negative, so he's kind of good. Like, quarterbacks <laughs> are going to punch Brian Greasy in the face when they see this guy on a golf course. They're going to be like, bro, you ever have anything nice to say about me? Right? Like, Greasy's like, oh, come on. Like, he's wide open. You got you got to make that. You, you got to read that. <laughs> so, Greasy's just killing Carson Wentz. But he brought up a very good point. He goes, you know, since they drafted Carson Wentz, you know how many people have made the Pro Bowl besides Carson Wentz? None. Like, and, and I saw you on Twitter, Donnie, rattling off the draft picks, fail after fail after fail. To me, I look at the Philadelphia Eagles, and it's more than just Carson Wentz. This is a football team that's stuck in purgatory, Donnie. No good young talent, aging players, uh, bizarre quarterback situation, clearly a coach and a GM not on the same page. I can't believe that Doug Peterson wanted the distraction of Jalen Hurts being here now. He doesn't even think he's good enough to play. So I don't want to live in the past, but talk to me, Donnie. What's your uh, autopsy report? Yeah, it's one of those uh, last stands in the building here for Carson Wentz. And it's because I would just like to say, Gabe, that it's all the quarterback's fault. Let's move on from the quarterback and make changes. But the systemic issues with the Philadelphia Eagles are what's most mesmerizing to me because you're right. If you can't draft in the NFL, like look at the Steelers, for instance. Every single draft pick they get, you see, excuse me, the contributions from year to year to year are astounding. The Philadelphia Eagles get nothing out of the last two drafts, Gabe. Absolutely nothing. And the worst part about it is you did see my tweets last night the ones that get me angry everybody knew in philadelphia justin jefferson was the perfect draft pick for the eagles they went jalen rieger and 90 percent of us said who is jalen rieger and you're saying this year gabe who is jalen rieger oh, it's really? astounding man it is yeah you know what i said last night too cab so you look at carson wentz you know what he's playing like he's playing like a player that went to north dakota state bro and yeah, you just said something, Donnie. It looks too. that way. Jalen, Jalen Rieger, I get it, Howie. You want to be cute, right? You're the smartest guy in Man. the room. Like, no, 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 no. 
Jefferson's the next Odell Beckham. <laughs> all right? Hey, don't reinvent the wheel here. All right? Don't reinvent. Look at what Jefferson's developing into now already. Under difficult circumstances on a bad football team as well. Jefferson's fighting through this. He's dealing with Kirk Cousins. He's fighting through. But as well, you yep. just look back and, and and Cam, like, you know what I mean? Like Carson Wentz, they thought outside the box. And I, you know, I brought this up last night because RG3 started more. I don't know, dude. Like Carson Wentz, sort of a mirage. He had a good little rookie year. We kind of fell for it. But the mechanics are shot. Like the offensive line is bad. But yeah. the mechanics are shot. The reads, he can't see open receivers. He goes to the wrong man. He double pumps. He double clutches. You name it, Cam. He does it wrong, Carson Wentz. The he can't. He, he can't. He is rattled. He can't throw a deep ball. His arc is wrong. He doesn't know when when to put soft touch on it or when to zing it in. Everything's skipped in. Mechanics off the back foot. And you know, you guys know as well as me. I'll tell you what it is. This is a man that has been hit before. Some guys have a pain threshold. Others don't. Carson Wentz, as a football player, has been murdered, and he has no confidence anymore. When he sees the attack coming at him, take a look at what he does. It's obvious every time. He goes off his back foot, and he can't get the ball there. Instead of standing in the pocket and taking it, I get it. Football's a violent game. We're going to get hurt, right, Donnie and Gabe? But that's the thing about Carson Wentz. He throws off his back foot. He doesn't want to take hits. Simple. Donnie? No, I, I, I agree with Cam on this because when you're taking a look, you're almost getting a little bit of that, you know, David Carr type episodes that you're getting with the Texans where usually a play takes, you know, you have that clock in your head. Three seconds, I got to yep. get the football off. Now it turns into two and a half seconds and he needs to do more. But also you're talking about nobody helping him out. Did you watch last night? Russell Wilson is fantastic. But when Russell Wilson throws a 50-50 ball, DK Metcalf goes and gets it. Nobody yep. does that for the Eagles. And also your pressing game. I know you talked about this before. The Super Super Bowl year that he got injured. He would have been the MVP of the National Football League if he stayed healthy. That was just John DeFilippo as his, uh, of his quarterback coach and also with Frank Reich as the offensive coordinator. Each year you get outside of those guys leaving, the horrible habits are starting to seep in. And when you know you have to do it all by yourself with no help, you're going to be pressing. That's exactly what's happening in Philadelphia with Carson Wentz right now. And Greasy brought up yep. uh, the mechanics and the footwork uh, last night. It's terrible. Isn't that, isn't yeah. that a representation, though, of Doug Peterson? And, dude, Doug yes. Peterson, you were a quarterback. You are a quarterback. It's clear that Peterson can't help him. I've repeated the Frank Wright stuff over and over. But let, let's just be real and cut to the chase, guys. Carson Wentz is owed a ton of money for the next two years. And it's not like nowhere. any other GM in the league is saying, you know what, I think Carson Wentz can turn my team around. So mm -hmm. you're, that's your quarterback. And then you get into the Jalen Hurts yeah. stuff. Now about, about Peterson, people are saying, can Peterson survive this? Is it fair? You know, Donnie, I'm, a, I, I'm, a, I'm an edgy guy, but when it comes down to it, I'm a teddy bear. So I'm like, man, the guy <laughs> won a Super Bowl. We give him one more year. Like, I'm not firing Peterson after this year. I give him one more year, Donnie. If it's a train wreck next year, he's gone. Now, I, there has to be some changes on that. Maybe you bring in a different play caller. But the one thing, you know, they make a lot of money. In the NFL, you are hired to be fired in the fall because you want to say, well, next year if the offensive line gets healthy. But when you have a GM that's not stocking the cupboard there with talent and you're going to go in with the same coach, the problem with last night's football game was the fact that they were unprepared on offense. Look at the first drive of the game. They get an offside and they get first and five. Wentz misses yep. two passes. Then they throw that deep shot down, praying for a pass interference. It didn't happen. And I'm already covering 
covering my eyes one minute into the football game, and that's the way it went all the way through. Yeah, six-point game. You can look at the final score. We were competitive. That game was nowhere near a six-point game. What a what a uh, what a bad beat though uh, for Seahawk. Oh man! Seahawk. Wow! That's why yeah. you buy points or you tease it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, we exactly. talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, no, I know. And uh, Paul Bovey, no sympathy last night. Well, it was a bad number at six and a half. You should have had it at six, and you wouldn't have lost, True. right? Yeah. But the whole thing is, some people can't buy half points. Some people have them in the back end of plays. At times, you just got to admit, yeah, that sucked for people. And there yeah. were people that lost with that, but and there was no the reason season, for a game. There was uh, no well, that's the thing with Peterson. <laughs> I knew he was going to do it. I knew he was going to do it. I was like, "Oh, he's going to go for two, and this is going to be the cover." That's off. the best. He and goes he, for two. <laughs> I saw it. I go. Wait, you know they're getting it. You know they're getting it. They never get the two-point conversion, and oh, they ran the read option, which always failed. <laughs> they got it. What a night in Philadelphia! Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, but Cam, oh, how many times, yeah. like, have you needed a comeback, and it's like you oh, get yeah. the touchdown, then you miss the Two. I always yeah. miss the two, Donnie. I'm yeah. all like, oh, they're sure. back and it makes the two. They yeah. never get yeah. the two for me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You knew it. I'm like, they're going to go for two. What a joke. Like, everyone, everyone knew, man. Come on. When people are like, oh, well, you know, it's like, but Peterson does this, dude. Man, Donnie, you remember, which game was it? He went for two. It's like, bro, if you don't get this, you're down by 12. Like it's just about every game. Just, they didn't kick. They didn't yeah. even kick the field goal last night to extend the game. They went for it and got the interception in the <laughs> exactly. end zone. It's amazing that they do that. Time. It's simple math. Keep the game in your grasp for as long as you can, and they can't understand that concept. That's a problem for Doug Peterson. True. From the City of Angels to the Big Apple, shake it up with Pharrell coast to coast. Shake it up, dude. All my friends, man, come around, flat to flat to With your host, the one and only Scott Pharrell. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continue. I am Game Over NC. We're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, Donnie right side in the house. We're talking NFL football uh, right now. A lot of stuff to get to, including this Baltimore Baltimore and Pittsburgh game. But let's just get uh, caught up to date here with the NFC East picture right now. It's just so bad, it's good. And to be honest, <laughs> most, of, most of the divisions, there's nothing to bet. Like, there's, it's not competitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, the Green Bay Packers are 30-1 to one to win the NFC North. NFC South, the Saints are 70-1. to one. <laughs> uh, NFC West actually is still open. Seattle are now minus yeah. 240, Rams plus 210. Cardinals 17-1. to one. Uh, Bills are 550, running away with the AFC East. Steelers, obviously, they're 60-1. to one. The Chiefs are 20 to 1, <laughs> and the Titans are minus 450. So basically, like the NFC East. But it's amazing, Donnie. I said earlier to Cam, how many wins is going to win this division? Like, is it going to be five, bro? Like, are, is there really going to be a five? Like, like, how many times do they play each other? Like, none of these teams are winning this week, Donnie. So Washington's yeah. at Pittsburgh, whatever the hell they play that game. The Eagles are at Green Bay. 
And no the shot. Giants without Daniel Jones, even if they had him or whatever, like, but Colt McCoy is even worse. And they're in Seattle. So they're all going to yeah. lose this week again. It's, it's amazing because even when you look at the Giants, like in, when look, you look at the competent organizations, which it's amazing when we're saying they're competent and nobody's over 500, but the Giants, if they have Daniel Jones, look like they have the better defense and the more competent offense. You look at their schedule heading out at the Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, and Cowboys. I guess the Cowboys is your win there, so that's your five wins. Maybe that tie by Doug Peterson turns out to be a miraculous miracle versus the Cincinnati Bengals, but I don't even trust the Eagles to win any of the out-of-conference games or even the beat the Washington Redskins or Washington football team. I don't get it, man. It's yeah. wild. <laughs> wow, Cam. It really is. Basically, which one of you losers can win one game? Yeah. <laughs> Washington. I do. I do. Hey, they, hey, at least Alex Smith, like if you look at the quarterbacks now without, without, uh, without uh, Daniel Jones, like I look at Washington, they beat Dallas on the road. They got the they got the better defense. No, I'm not saying they're world beaters, Gabe. By no means the Washington football team, like an extraordinary team. But compared to the rest of these guys, yeah, that's my pick. And we're still getting over two to one. Sign me up, Washington. So look, there's active. Yeah, at least they got, it looks like they got the Panthers, Gabe. So they got the Panthers and yeah. the Eagles to end the season, Washington. So yeah. you could pick up one of those, primarily the Eagles game. You probably get the division. Unbelievable. Alex Smith on one leg winning the division. Yes. Wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. I think you're on to something, Cam. Thank you. I think you're on to something. You don't want me. You don't want me jumping on the Washington wagon. All right. I'm going to mush them. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I mushed up too. The, the Giants' win total is five and a half. All right, so this is a good barometer. So the Giants' win total right now is five and a half, minus one thirty to the over. Philadelphia Eagles' win total over under four and a half, mm. minus wow. two hundred to the over. Minus two hundred to the over. All right, so where's Washington? Washington five and a half. Yeah, Washington yep. getting the six cam. Yes. They win, they win it with six. They can beat Philadelphia. And what was their last game, Donnie, against Carolina? It's, Washington can play it's with Carolina. Carolina, then Philadelphia to end the season. Yeah, it would be interesting to see if uh, uh, McCaffrey comes back for that game because Matt Rule's got a pretty tight ship. But it's amazing. We're looking at the team's last five games, and we're barely finding one that they can even hang around in for one of these teams. Like, oh, that's an easy victory. None of them are easy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> They're all hard. It's guys. <laughs> I've, I've had a rough couple of days with the picks, but I felt good when I looked at the NFC East teams because I was like, I said, oh, I'm so doing this, camp. I don't care. Let's just see what it pays right now. Against yeah, what's the damn money line parlay here on this? Yeah. None yeah. of them are winning. We started one last week. None on that of them yeah, are the winning. Yeah. But is Washington going to upset Pittsburgh, Cam? Is that the one, buddy? <laughs> You're Washington. Nah. No. I like. Hey, I like. I like Washington, but I don't think they could beat Pittsburgh outright. <laughs> That's a problem. That's a big problem. You know what? Three of them are going under, and one's going over. I think Washington's the only team. Dallas. Dallas probably has the easiest schedule, I would think, but they're just a train wreck. I, I don't know. Maybe a, Gabe. Here's the thing. If you want to be crazy, and Donnie, I'll ask you this, for value, Dallas at 4-1 to one is a way better pick than Philadelphia. If you're still going to throw a dart, they can actually do something. I know the Thanksgiving game was a train wreck, and McCarthy, remember, they had to deal with the athletic trainer dying. They had a lot of stuff going on that game, and he was just overwhelmed and did crazy stuff. Them or Washington, the two teams in the game, I originally liked the Giants, but with Colt McCoy, you can't, and there's not enough value there. 
Those are the two teams you take. Dallas for value, Washington to win. That's what I that's what I and and Donnie, I got what you were going with somewhere earlier. You're talking just sort of like the Giants at least aren't a freak show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Correct. Yeah, like, yeah. Correct. Like everyone yeah. else is sort of like, man, they got big problems in that room right now. They got big problems yep. in that head office. The Giants, at least, like Joe Judge parks his car at the complex. He's walking in with his head high. You know what I mean? Like yep. he's showing up. But I was going to say, guys, even then, they got problems. As crazy as it is, Washington are the least dysfunctional team in this division right now. It's insane. And only in the sense that, like, even, <laughs> even the Giants. Yeah, no, it's true. Like, the Cowboys are a mess. The Eagles are a mess. The Giants are doing okay. But let's not forget, Joe Judge is a psycho that knocked the crap out of an offensive line coach in front of everybody. Yeah, Colombo. Um, <laughs> he took a piece of Colombo. <laughs> you noticed they. You noticed they played better. Uh, just one more thing. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, you noticed. Yeah. You noticed they played better since that, Donnie. You like that camp? Uh, I love that. Uh, yeah. right yeah. just, just one more. Just one more thing. Yep. I love the trick guy in the dumb routine. Yeah, I love yeah. Colombo. You always think Colombo. Oh, he's dumb. He doesn't know. And on, on the way yeah, out, he Columbo always lets know. Yeah. Just one more thing. Where were you on the night of October the fifth? Love it. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was true, Donnie. If you look at the Giants, yeah. if you see your if you see your head coach and you're like, all right, this guy's a jerk. We do two days. He thinks he's Vince Lombardi, yeah. another Patriot guy. Yeah. That's one thing. When you see him, when you see a coach mouth up back to him, and Colombo's a big dude, and Joe Judge drops him in front of everybody. That's going to shut everyone up. That's like prison rule yard stuff. Everyone's like, all right, man, this is real. He ain't playing around. He knocks coaches out. He's not picking on me personally. This guy's just nuts for real. Like, And if you notice, Tommy, they've been more disciplined ever since he punched the coach. No, yeah, you, I mean, if you're a backup player, you're not doing so well. Do you want to go into Joe Judge's office and say, hey, I deserve to have more playing time? I'm going to be flying out of that room, man. He'll put you through the wall. <laughs> coach, coach, uh, can we talk? Like some guy thinking, yeah, I'm not yeah. going in there anymore. Like, yeah, it's not about it. Like what? Dean Youngblood what? going through his coach back in the day, right, for the Mustangs. You got to go through Joe Judge. You want playing time on that football team. And then I'm seeing pictures, Cam, and Joe Judge. The guy's holding like six football players on his shoulders and stuff. So yeah, I know. That guy, that. Yeah. He's like a yeah. strong man, too. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Some dudes that you realize, no, no, he's the real deal. McDermott's like that, too, Donnie, on the Bills. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I would McDermott yeah, will fight you. Like, he basically, like, he doesn't, like, like, he gets in players' faces, like, yo. Like, thing is, Sean McDermott was the national champion wrestler, Cam, in high school. Yeah. <laughs> People don't realize that. Solid. Tough, tough dude. Tough, uh, oh, tough dude. Tough. Went, to school with, went to school with Steve Merrill. <laughs> Did he really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's yeah. so good. William and Mary. Oh, yeah, William that's right. The tribe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mike Tomlin, too. Mike Tomlin. Good, good, good crew. Yeah, they did. They've developed a couple of guys. Uh, Steve Christie the, from the Bills, the kicker from my area. He uh, went to William Mary. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling names out of hats. Yeah, we, yeah, we are, Donnie. <laughs> I got <laughs> old. I got really drunk at Gretzky's once with uh, with Christie. <laughs> I like Christie. He's, yeah, that guy, he's, he's cool. cool. Yeah, he's yeah cool he'll throw him back. Yeah, yeah. 
He'll have a couple He'll tell you, like, he gave me all kinds <laughs> of dirt about the Bills and stuff. Like, uh, dry, I, yeah. he wasn't on the team anymore. He's like, ah, yeah. he's a jerk. Ah, yeah, everyone yeah. thinks he's nice. <laughs> 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 great, great stories. Still in the beach. All right, so, so, Donnie, what about this train wreck every NFL game? These damn primetime games. Yeah. My NFL yeah. record is great this year, except for the primetime games that I'm forced to bet. But I'm not forced to bet. Nobody has a gun to my head, but... You know, there's these tough, stupid games, and I would I wouldn't bet a Viking and bear or like bear game on a Sunday. These yeah. stupid games. When I get involved, now we got another one here. Are there really thirty guys out for for Baltimore, <laughs> like, or is it down to twenty? Like, like, like who's really out? Who's playing? Like, I know they got the running backs back. Is Mark Andrews playing, Cam? And your updates is, is no. It, I thought he's is out. It official? No. Is he's it official out. that no, he's he got, he, he's one of the last guys to get COVID. Yeah. Who's back? Dobbins is back. Ingram's back. Andrews is out. All the quarterbacks are out except for RG3, McSorley, the third, and, uh, and Jackson. And the, the, the problem is a couple guys, the offensive line guys too, like a center and whatever game. So that's the thing. If you look at the injuries, it's a little bit of everywhere, like multiple pieces of the pie, what about a little bit on the D line, line, on the, it's a problem. Campbell, yeah. Williams, Motivaki, Ward, Washington, they're all on yeah. the list. What do you yep. do with this game, Don? I mean, I, I look right for the minus 10 because if you're not going to get a great quarterback performance without any help, I mean, this game was only scoring points because the Baltimore Ravens had Lamar Jackson able to scramble and beat that Pittsburgh defense. RG3 is not going to be able to get out of the way of that pass rush. And who are they throwing to the football? And I just don't see it. It's minus 10. They know they're going to take this loss. They're looking forward to the rest of the season to try to get their quarterback and their players back to win. They're not beating Pittsburgh. That's a 14-point game for me. I want to be contrarian here, Cam, but it's pretty hard. It's isn't hard. It? Yeah. <laughs> know what, Gabe? We talked about it yesterday, and patience is going to have to be our virtue. Look at that loser teaser by a couple points last night because Seattle uh, can't score and whatever. You could have teased it to Pittsburgh and ah. got them at minus two and a half. <laughs> what I'm talking about. Game time soon. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Renzi. We're kicking it with a Ranger Redhead Cam Stewart as always. Donnie Wrightside steps up and in every Tuesday. Time always flies uh, by... Uh, we were trying to get Mike. We'll see if Mike Blewett can join us uh, later, but uh, he's very busy and uh, he's giving us the cold <laughs> shoulder. Uh, right. <laughs> giving us the cold shoulder. <laughs> yeah. No. He's watching Villanova, Gabe. Give him some credit. Come on. <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see what happens uh, with that a little bit uh, later on. Wanted to get into some, some college football and some uh, college basketball talk uh, with you, Donnie. But before we move on, NFL, it really is tricky. Look, we're only a Tuesday, and we're seeing with this COVID stuff, like, oh, yeah. you got to be crazy to be putting a bet in early in the week right now in any of these games, guys. Man. Like, it's it's really – it's it's a tricky situation, and you got to hit refresh and hit refresh. Guys, in college, it's a little different. You find out, oh, 10 kids are gone, and it's next man up in college a lot of the time. Yep. Don't forget, college have like 120 kids. Half the time, the kids that have COVID are the, the kids in jeans that don't even have names on the back of their jerseys. 
They're with hoodies <laughs> on and a jersey with no on the sideline. It's like they're not playing anyways when you really break down. But it's a little bit different in the NFL. You lose, you lose key. That's the one thing you, you see, Donnie. Like, say what you about the Dallas Cowboys. They were screwed, bro, when they lost Cam Irving and Zach Martin in the game. Like they're done. Like <laughs> it's like yeah. we're already we're already a patchwork yep. O line. Like the O line didn't even know where to go. They were turning around in different ways, and like it's just a mess. Depth is an issue this year in the NFL, so it is tricky. But without being stated, what do you think about the card this week in the NFL? I look at it, I'm like, it's a lot of blowouts, big point spreads. What do you make of the NFL card? No, you're exactly right. Your point is very valid because it's not only like, do we know if they're going to get COVID-19? There's so many different, you know, teams that put information out differently because I know a lot of the times you see the COVID list come out, Gabe, oh, so-and-so is on the COVID reserve list. You immediately want to fire a bet in, but you're not sure, did he get COVID? Is he going to be on the COVID list for one day? Is he going to be on for five days or miss the football game? That's what I'm having the toughest time out because as soon as I see that, Brandon Ayuk for the 49ers didn't even have COVID, Gabe, and he's been out longer than Trent Williams who had COVID? So getting in and out on some of these lines is tough, but this is a mixed match week. How about your Buffalo Bills, though, going out on the West Coast? And it's more like a home game for them. They've been out there before, Gabe. How about that? I think they pick up the W this weekend, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we can have a group photo in the end zone, Donnie. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> have a nice group photo in the end zone. Hey, this, this is where we lost last month. This is yeah. where uh, DeAndre Hopkins... And you know what's crazy? Yeah. The Bills gave up another Hail Mary this week, Cam. I know. Oh, yes, no, actually, it was, it was two in the in the one drive. One was called back on a penalty. I'm like, what are these guys Correct. doing? They're just lucky the Chargers couldn't put it in from the one-yard line. What a di- – oh, man, that was Anthony Lynn. I like, I like McDermott, but it's time to change, change up our Hail Mary package and crew. <laughs> I agree. Like, you got I all agree. these short guys. I'm not even kidding. Like, I like it. You notice some teams don't play around. Like, Belichick. It was uh, Bill Belichick. Drunk in. Yeah. Exactly. He used to put Randy Moss yeah. in. They go, Randy, just yeah. he flagged the ball, bro. <laughs> oh, but he's not a DB. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. If there's a ball flying for 60 yards in the air, I want Randy Moss in the vicinity. He'll get there. All right? Yeah. Like, just you tell Randy, you don't even have to catch it, bro. Just disrupt it. But you get these guys, the Bills, they're all like 5'10", 5'11". They're jumping up at the wrong time, like all the time. It's like, guys. Uh, but at this point, we'd be better off with the pass interference. They never call it. Like, that's another thing, too. They rarely call pass interference. Like, you can mug somebody on a Hail Mary, and the Bills don't. Like, they would have been better off. Think about it. You're better off mugging Hopkins in the end zone, and Arizona be forced to try to punch it in from the, two, the one. They probably you know, yeah. would screw it up. But uh, what about that Bills game? Everyone loves the Niners, Donnie. It's two and a half. No, you know, I thought I had the Niners going over with the game versus the Los Angeles Rams. I thought they were a decent bet in that game. But yeah, flipping it over to this one, I think Buffalo is a little bit more athletic on the defensive end to try to get after uh, Nick Mullins at, at quarterback. I just don't see that as it's over under like 48. So I think it's a lower scoring game. I just think the Bills have more than the 49ers in this game. But a nice win by the 49ers last week over the Rams. Cam, what's your initial uh, lean on San Francisco Monday? Uh, Monday Night Football from Arizona. It's Buffalo. 
It's Buffalo. We're going to make it three as a crowd here. Uh, the 49ers play great, a divisional game against a, a team that they absolutely hate. It could be a letdown spot. Buffalo, you know, they got oh, oh, no ill will to where San Francisco's like basically, think about what they did in that game and how much energy, energy it took to come back and uh, beat the Rams yeah. in that football game. I'm thinking Buffalo comes in there, slaps them around, probably wins by a touchdown. San Francisco's going to be down in the game. I don't think Mick, Nick Mullins can, uh, you know, replicate what he did against the Rams. It's very di- different when San Francisco plays the Seahawks or plays the Rams or Cardinals. This is Buffalo. McDermott understands this is an important road trip game. Bills win by six and cover the number. Let's rock. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Let's get into some uh, college basketball uh, right now. So college basketball, we're six days into the season. We've already seen a little bit of everything, some big upsets, really high-scoring games, really low-scoring games. So things are starting to balance out just six days in uh, already. But we have our annual – I said earlier, Dottie, normally this is like the, mm-hmm. the Jimmy V, it feels like, but I guess it's yeah. the Champions Classic. And with this COVID stuff, you notice, Cam, North Carolina is taking everything over. Everything is in North Carolina. Like, yeah. basically, like, every basketball. Maui, North Carolina. Champions Classic, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> like, especially. I know. Everything, all the tournaments are in North Carolina. So, it is kind of, it's not a home game. It's not a Cameron indoors, Donnie, but it is in, it is in North Carolina, Michigan State and Duke annual matchup, uh, but Michigan State one and eight straight up nine times one and eight straight up. Uh, Coach K and uh, and Izzo, what do you make of the matchup tonight, Donnie? Oh, I, I think I'm going to take the points in this one. Opens up around that four and a half level, seeing right now, sitting at that three and a half, four number. I'll take the points here with Michigan State in this one. Still early in the season, don't know what to make of Duke just yet. So I'll lean on the points with Izzo and the boys from Michigan State. Oh, it's a tough game, Cam. What's your take, Cam? It's a very tough game. Uh, I have a slight lean to Michigan State. I'm going to tell you something, Gabe. I know this is not going to be a popular decision, but I kind of like the under. You look at 150 and a half. I see both teams had a lot of turnovers their last game. I was looking extended uh, periods with the ball and clock and not scoring. Um, very sloppy game. I think 150, it looks like an attainable number with these two clubs, but I see defense and I see teams clamping down. And in a tighter game, you prefer the under more than the over there. I'm going to take the under 150 and a half. Small play. That's my lean in the game, but I don't want to be laying anything with Duke. I think Duke might squeak out a win, but maybe not cover. If you like them, you better bet them now. Michigan State, Michigan State guys, they're they're I've been watching this team for a long time, even before Tom Izzo's are going back to the Judd Heathcote uh, days. Um, but Michigan State usually start off slow. They normally have a bunch of young dudes, yeah, and they don't chat and everybody panics. Oh, it's what's wrong with Michigan State? And they always yeah. play a really tough schedule. And then basically it's Izzo's plan. It's, he's a tough love coach. Izzo is definitely the parent that Threw the kid in the pool before he knew how to swim. You know what I mean? Yes. And yes. Izzo, yeah, no, that's Izzo likes it. He's like, all right, let's go out and get our ass handed to us by Duke in Kansas and say, or let's see what happens. Right? I want to see how tough these kids are for real. But they stepped up earlier. I thought, I thought, Donnie, look, dude, they lost the, the Tillman kid. Was Xavier Tillman? Uh, Cassius yep. Winston was a damn good basketball player. You thought yeah, damn right he was. You lose yeah, two did. guys to the yeah. NBA. I figured there'd be a little bit of growing pains, but they had a nice 10-point win against Notre Dame the other night, 80-70. to 70. Yeah, I was impressed by them the other night also. And by the way, Gabe, tonight this game will be at Cameron Indoor Stadium, but if there's no fans, does it really matter all that much in that? So I'll still stick with Michigan State in that one, but it is at Duke, yes. Is correct. it? Is yeah. it? Because I'm confused about this. So it is, it's actually, it is in Durham, right? 
Yeah. Yep. So it is a Durham. So it's but it's mm-hmm. not a home game. It's a tournament game. And I got to be honest. Correct. With you, I think this, yeah, is yeah. Thing, this is another thing too that uh, that's very confusing yeah. about where games are because it's tough. Like they, there's a lot of previews that are wrong and stuff. They don't, oh, they don't realize time, right. oh, it changed yeah. and no, oh, now it's here and it, it's that and there. So it is in Cameron. Because I got to be honest, I yeah. saw there was a Cameron. I didn't believe it. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, it's not in Cameron. It's uh, it's not. But it's in Durham. All right. So, um, well, I guess it is a home game then, even though there's no fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, game. that would make a big. If there were fans in there with the Cameron crazies in there, that would have been a big five and a half. Me, but I'll still stick with the points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what do right. you think? Yep. Five and a half, six they with the fans. Yep, absolutely. They don't allow fans in Carolina. In North Carolina, yeah, you figure that that, that Shashevsky would have that pull, even if they were in lockdown in Durham, he could probably pack that house with a couple thousand. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> you're right, you're right. You know, yeah. coach, you better show up at the game, kids. Okay, coach, you're you're the boss, coach. You're the boss. Yeah, I taking that Lakers job. Yeah, coach K's a type of job. He would have to like drop a statement. I remember in the old days when fans would wait outside for two days to get into this game. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes, man. Yes. Like, uh, exactly. They should be out there. Yep. No, because I'm confused <laughs> by this, actually. I'm like, uh, the Champions Classic, which includes Kansas, Kentucky, in the past has met at neutral for neutral sites for a doubleheader. Uh, the, this time, the Michigan State Duke game was switched to Duke's campus with the Blue Devils agreeing to go to Michigan State next year. So, like I said, this wasn't supposed to happen. So, yep. you know, it is what it is. But this is where I'm also confused because, dude, in North Carolina, I, I I thought you could have fans. It's Duke that says no fans. Ooh. Surprisingly enough, it's Duke. Huh. Duke has campus protocols that are tighter than the state's protocols. Yeah, you know why? Because they're a smart university, Donnie. <laughs> you know, you know. I'm surprised that they like, didn't even the ask. Yeah, we won't let the football team have fans, but the basketball team should be able to have fans. I'm surprised Krzyzewski didn't <laughs> yeah, put that power in there, Dave and Cam. That's assuming that Duke football have fans. Like people don't go to yeah. Duke football games. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right, that's so the best. man, we're all we're all we're all torn on this one. Donnie goes Michigan State. Cam goes under. I go Duke yeah. and over. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Somebody's I gotta tell you, storm. these college games are tough out of the gate, man. Like oh, the way I look at I'm it, gravity. Uh, the in-game lives game, it's best on in-game. I'm letting these games tip off. <laughs> when the team you like doesn't go on a run, you get a better number. It's the only way to play these damn things. You're sitting there yeah. sweating it out. Like, a perfect example was the UNLV North Carolina game. You pray for a team like that. Hey, UNLV's up 14 nothing. Gabe told me, Donnie, the line went down to three. They murdered them. Three and a half. Murdered Correct. them. Correct. Yeah, three and a half. Yep. Like, that's giving yep. away wow. money. It's hey, giving away about money. People cried about the football game. What about beat loss? I never mind my half point loss in the in game camp. I took yeah. Iona. Iona are Ooh. up by oh, two yeah. and a half. They were late Plus leading. I know. Half. What a joke. I know. I could have cashed out. I don't. I'm like, wow, I'm getting 20 and a half. I don't want to give up even that Man. extra 12 bucks. I'm getting 20. Yeah. I'm like, they lost by 22. Unbelievable. They got outscored by 24 in the second half. Last night. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Stupid. So, what about uh, what about Kentucky and Kansas, uh, Donnie? The, the nightcap. 
which will be on the yeah, same I'm gonna floor. Go Kansas. Yeah. Gonna be here. No, actually, it's not. Good. Look at this, Gabe. This one is in uh, Indianapolis oh, at Banker's Life Fieldhouse. Look at this, Gabe. <laughs> it's in Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait. that's right. Well, how Kentucky and Kansas are not even in the same cities. They're not even in the same cities. It's not how is this a tournament? Wow. I love this is good stuff. We can just play like which where is this game okay, being played yeah, tonight? Yeah. Great game. Yeah, that's, that's advantage. I guess look, Kentucky's right next to Indiana. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, could we have some other fans in this game? Indiana loves basketball, so you figure they'll have that. I would assume they can have fans. I don't even know. Yeah, dude, look at what Notre Dame, they stormed the field. Yeah, they got fans in Indiana. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Right, hold on, right, I'll take Kansas in this one. I'll lay it. I'll lay with Kansas. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Game time decisions continues. All right, let's get to a couple of uh, best uh, bets. Well, well, I use the term loosely, best bets. Let's get to a couple <laughs> of plays. Let's get to a couple of parts uh, that we're throwing. I believe Cam just jumped on on, on an in-game, some, some Louisville-Western Kentucky action, mm. uh, Cam. Yeah, we're we're going on hopping with the Hilltoppers, Gabe. Uh, our big friend, we love the mascot. He looks like Grimace from McDonald's. I got six and a half. It might be five and a half now. Hopefully, we get the good side of the number. I'm expecting a tight game. Give me the Hilltoppers plus six and a half against uh, Louisville. That's my end game live play. Uh, I don't know what to do with this Oklahoma State Marquette Marquette game. I'm looking at Marquette, Marquette but I haven't pulled the trigger yet, buddy. I don't know what to do with any of these games, Ken, to be honest with you. But, <laughs> They're hard. Um, not one, easy. In doubt, one in doubt, the bet against Mississippi Valley Delta State. Mm. Uh, their yeah. closest basketball game has been 36 points. They lost by 80 oh. the other night. Um, oh, 80. That's hard to do. It's only a 40-minute game, Donnie. How do you lose by 80? <laughs> Like yeah, that means you got outscored by an nice. average of two points a minute. Think about that. Forty. Yeah, minutes, like like coach, slow the points. slow the slow the ball down. I mean, come on, Mississippi State. Man, Mississippi Valley State. Jeez. I'm assuming the coach is making a lot of money betting against himself. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna lay the thirty-two and a half with uh, my Grand Canyon <laughs> antelope tonight. There you go. I like it. Go low. Go low. <laughs> That's uh, the best. I'm going to lay the 32 and a half. <laughs> I am. That's what my life has come to. I'm hoping that Grand Canyon can cover 33 points for me tonight. Kansas are laying four and a half. I'll tell you what, guys. Kansas looked damn good against Gonzaga. The problem yeah. is Gonzaga are like an NBA team. Like, because yeah. Kansas scored 90 points. They look pretty good. Uh, what, about, what about Kentucky coming off a loss against Richmond, uh, Don, Donnie? Oh, we got uh, Jayhawks, yes. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, playing four and a half right now, buck 42 and a half. Yeah, I think Kentucky will take a little bit to gel. Usually those younger players, they try to work in neutral court environment. I'm going to go Kansas. I'll lay the four and a half here with them. I think they can win this game by close to double digits. I'll stick with the Jayhawks here. Cam, what are you leaning with with this game right now? I agree with Donnie. I think Kansas is the way to go, Gabe. Kentucky's going to take a while. I think that's a good number. We can get it done with the Jayhawks. Yes. Rock Shock Jayhawk. Jayhawk. Donnie Wrightside. Follow him on uh, Twitter. Check him out. Uh, check out his videos. SBR. Uh, Wrightside VP, baby. 